doing that one otherwise known with a stage name like Baja with that wonderful track pray for the youth yes we need to pray for Nigerian youngsters we just can't stop praying for them because if they miss it now our future is not certain if they miss the road now and you know negatives here and there they're going to all sorts of vices drugs um Yahoo, Yahoo, and all of them. Most of them are even running away <laughs> out of Nigeria, you know, to go seek greener pasture elsewhere. But I tell you, 
I tell you, if all of them go and they miss the way, what happens to our future? You know, those of us who said that we'll still be here to just make sure Nigeria gets better. Amayemi, why are you giving me that look this morning? <laughs> I'm just looking at you. I did not say anything. I'm just looking at you. No, I'm just being truthful this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just being truthful this morning. And with that one, we say welcome to the show. It is Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bill Kuta, keeping you fresh all day. This is where professionalism is nurtured by experience. My name is Binga Oreshekun, the man you just have to love, holding it down as usual. I'm not here alone. I have the delectable. Oh my, me, I just say right here this Wednesday morning. Yes, it's a beautiful Wednesday morning. Um, before you know how we do it on Freshly Pressed, we flip through the papers, we review the papers, and we bring you into the conversation and the calls of a show. But before we open the papers, um, let me just have this quick conversation with Yemi. Recently, the president was quoted, you know, saying that he deliberately closed the borders. Yes, that's yes. Uh, one to of ensure, the stories exactly, the daily, daily. To ensure Nigerians eat what they grow. And yes, even though some might want to say that, okay, that's a very laudable one, good policy. But the thing that came to me was, okay, you close the borders just so that we can eat what we grow. Mm. But looking at the param- the factors that were actually stopping these farmers from going to the farm. You remember mm. the issue of banditry and all, yes, most of them could yes, not go to farms. Farm. Mm. And because of that, it increased the price of certain things. Mm. Some economic um, economists even said that the closing of the borders actually increased the inflation rates in the country. Yeah. And even uh, looking at, you know, uh, the, the prices of things, just like you yes. said, like the closing of the borders, uh, maybe one would try to understand what the president was trying to do with the closure, maybe due to security and, you know, how people were just migrating, moving mm. and going out. But still, were we able to achieve this feat? Because no. we've heard of some, you know, some officials at the borders who still collect yeah, money sure. and allow people to come in. We still, we see, still foreign see foreign rice. rice yes. We still foreign things, you know, coming in mm. and... So this this just brings the question as to uh, whether or not this particular move, you know, made the country better or what it was trying to achieve, was able to achieve it. Sadly, the management of policies, we saw mm. the Nairi design policy, what yes. happened mm. afterwards, mm-hmm. the management of policy. And I hope that the incoming administration will be able to, you know, find a way around management of policies yes, and yes. do it mm. by Nigerians, mm. just so that Nigerians will, will not have to suffer. For policy that they think oh it will yes. be good at the end of the day you know, it, uh, it's like linking uh, everything to this uh, subsidy uh, removal of yes. everything okay now we're saying that okay if we want subsidy to go f- mm. uh, finally we have to put some things in place exactly uh, but it appears nobody's listening sure. they want to just remove the subsidy and once they do this it's going to have an adverse effect absolutely. on the people absolutely so, absolutely absolutely talking mm-hmm. about subsidy you remember diesel subsidy has been removed mm-hmm. from yes. diesel mm-hmm. it went from about 139 to about 800, 800 naira. naira have we seen the dividends of the removal Removal of subsidy on diesel. Mm. How about kerosene? Have we seen the dividends of removal of subsidy on kerosene? Now they're that talking one is about, about one thousand naira or there. Exactly. Mm. And now petrol, the dangling in our face. Oh dear Lord. Oh dear. <laughs> but anyway, we'll definitely survive. We're Nigerians. We survive yeah, anything. You know, Trust we're us. Resilient. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show. If you just joined us, it is freshly pressed. My name is Binga. So right here, I have some stories uh, from the pages of the Punch. I have stories from the Vanguard. I have something from the Daily Trust. The Platform Times is also saying hello. I'm in the building. All right, so the Punch newspaper with the headlines. Tunubu's inauguration. Security agencies raid hotspots. President Joe Biden names U.S. delegation. Tunubu's inauguration. Security agencies raid hotspots. President Joe Biden names U.S. delegation. Another story from the Punch newspaper, panic in Oshun State as 35 pupils hospitalized after inhaling tear gas. Hmm. Oh dear. Panic in Oshun State, Oshun State as 35 pupils hospitalized after inhaling tear gas. Another story from the Punch newspaper, Amosun to blame Dangote relocated Dangote relocated refinery to Lagos, says Governor Abiodun. I'm also to blame Dangote relocated refinery to Lagos, says Abiodun. Okay. The Vanguard newspaper assault Sheunkuti released after seven days in police detention. Assault Sheunkuti released after seven days in police detention. 
The Daily Trust has this one. UK finally bars Nigerian students and others from traveling with family. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of taking you along. They say I cannot take you along again. I'm sorry. <laughs> UK finally bars Nigerian students and others from traveling with family. The Daily Trust has this one. Newly commissioned Second Niger Bridge renamed after Buhari. Newly commissioned Second Niger Bridge renamed after Buhari. The Platform Times has this one. How Abiodun secured Kajola train wagon assembly plant for Ogun, says APC Chifton. How Governor Abiodun secured Kajola train wagon assembly plant for Ogun. APC says APC Chifton. And finally from the Platform Times, Ogun fake doctor docked for attempted murder. And on the Nigerian Tribune this Wednesday morning, there is this report. Only God can secure Nigerians that is coming from Buhari that is talking about the borders. <laughs> also there this morning, Sheokuti released after meeting bail conditions. Ex-UK Prime Minister Blair visits Tinubu, pledges support for incoming government. That is also there this morning on the Nigerian Tribune. And on The Guardian this Wednesday morning, division over oil search in North as NNPC returns to Lake Chad. Uh, Buhari clears over 40 pending memos, appoint agency heads. Also there this morning, concerns as Buhari withholds assent to sexual harassment bill. And on the Pampushi newspapers this Wednesday morning, there are some headlines to take a look at. Police submit reports on vote buying money laundering against Ladia Debutu to the Attorney General of the Federation. A good state lawmaker that is suspended one, Dari Kadiri, blocks assembly gates that is also there this morning on the Pempishi newspapers. There is also this one as well. Governors give parting gift to Buhari named Second Niger Bridge after him. Governor Makinde dissolves cabinet. Also there as well, Central Bank of Nigeria revokes licenses of 132 microfinance banks and others. The Pempushin has that report this Wednesday morning. All right, so let's go into the details of the stories. The details of the stories from the punch of Angad and all of it. Remember, it's still, the, it's still freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station, Fresh 107.9 FM at Bilkuta. We go on those quick break and when we're back, we're diving heads first. Hello, Ada, my friend. How have you been doing? I've it's, been doing great. It's been a long time. I even had to travel out of the country and you didn't tell me. Is it good? Oh, I'm so sorry about that. How is your husband doing? He's doing fine. And your daughter, Deborah? Hmm. Hmm. Deborah has always been herself. Oh. What do you mean by that? She has even been proving stubborn this days. Even the father is not helping matters. I'm even tired of everything. Don't be. Oh yes, you don't have to be. Are you a woman dealing with pressing life issues? Then make it a date to attend Women Training School of the Women College of Ministry with Olufunke Adetuberu, the host of She Matters on Fresh FM Nigeria. For six weeks of impactful teachings on how to raise super kids, wisdom principles, dealing with conflicts at home, with a special feature on how to enjoy sex in your marriage and lots more. Starting on the 3rd of June, 2023, every Saturday from 12 noon to 4 p.m. Classes will also be available via Zoom. To register, please send a WhatsApp message to plus <laughs> Academy Suite Telephone 0817 Academy Suite Home away from home 
Testimony Prayer Mountain, Kotobo Ashiro Abeokuta presents five-hour prophetic gathering with the theme Day of Visitation, where Prophet Dr. Akodia Diolaba by testimony will minister. This might be your own day of visitation. Rise and join us at the event towers opposite MKW Abiola International Stadium, Kuto Abeokuta, on Friday, 26th May 2023, starting from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. The first 1,000 people to get to the program will receive prophetic mantle for free. There will also be counseling by Baba and Mama Testimony immediately after the program. This five-hour prophetic gathering of Testimony Prayer Mountain will attract uncommon testimonies. Come and you will share a great testimony. For seat reservation, call 0902-845-5553. Jesus is Lord. And we're back on radio. Yes, it is Freshly Pressed. If you just joined us, uh, Freshly Pressed, we review the papers. It comes on your radio every weekday, Mondays through to Friday. My name is Binga. I have the delectable one right here in the building. And Ustaz is also here in the building. Ustaz, good morning. Uh, good morning, Binga. All right, so... Good morning, morning, morning to you, sir. Yeah, so welcome to the show. My name is Binga. So nice to meet you. So the Punch newspaper is the first paper we're reviewing this morning. Tinubu's inauguration, security agencies raid hotspots. President Joe Biden names U.S. delegation. Here's a story. The United States President Joe Biden has announced a delegation that will attend the swearing-in of the former Lagos State Governor Bola Tinubu as the 16th President of Nigeria at the Eagle Square, Abuja, on Monday. The White House, in a late Monday statement, disclosed that the nine-member U.S. delegation would be led by the Secretary to the State, to U- Secretary of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, Marcia Fuge. The announcement came as the federal government tightened security across the federal capital territory ahead of the inauguration uh, ceremony. Now, top security sources told Punch correspondents that security agencies had started raiding hideouts of criminals and thugs who could be used to foment trouble on the inauguration day. The Punch newspaper has this one. Tinubu's inauguration, security agencies raid hotspots. President Joe Biden names U.S. delegation. I'm excited, truly. I am excited that um, we're going to have a new administration coming. Because the drama, right, from February 25 all to this time, the drama is starting to get really boring. You know, back and forth from opposition and here and there. And the president and also the security agencies are also assuring Nigerians that, hey, the inauguration will go on as planned, no matter how much um, the opposition or, you know, naysayers, you know, bicker here and there. And they are also going about raiding hotspots just to make sure that the Eagle Square, where it's going to happen, is going to be the most fortified. But how do you feel, Ustaz? What, um, what, what are your thoughts now that, uh, you know, a couple of days the president-elect will be inaugurated? Oh, thank you so much. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to say thumb down for politicians. For politicians? Yes, and Why? I'll say thumb up for the military. Um, I've said it that the military are the alternative parties we have in Nigeria. They are also a stakeholder to our democratic dispensation in, Niger- in Africa, not just okay. Nigeria. And then we also what is playing out in Sudan. And mm. several other countries like that in Africa. So the fact that despite all the opportunity given to uh, the military and um, you know to come and, and take power and have excuses, uh, they are not logging on to that. And that's why he said thumb up for them uh, for ensuring that they want to sustain democracy. Actually, sustenance of democracy is everybody's uh, uh, duty, and sure. they have a, a huge role to play in ensuring that uh, they, they carry out. They are, the, the duties they, 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 they swear to in protecting uh, democratic uh, rule in, in, in the country. That's yeah. why I said thumb up for them, mm. despite all the noise around there. Yeah. And I said thumb down for politicians because they are the one eating of the polity. Mm. Whether directly or indirectly, they are the one eating of the polity. But it still comes to show that our democracy is nascent. Nascent in the fact that it's still growing. Sure. And um, good kudos to us in Nigeria. They're able to get to this level. Um, Changing over, changing betting by you know leaders, one president handing over to the other, yes. are all signs of um, democratic 
you know, growth. Okay. It happens in all over the world, in America, mm. in democracies of the world. Uh, one president is elected, the other one is taking over. This is the only way we can continue to ensure that it goes on. On the issue of America, um, well, uh, diplomatically, in, in terms of diplomacy, uh, I, I think they don't have a choice in that there is a lot of pressure on Africa from other powers of the world. Yes. The Russians are there, the Chinese are there. A lot of power play is happening in Africa. So I, 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 the U.S. doesn't have a choice. Recently, we saw Kamala Harris. Harris. She came and though Nigeria was on visited, but she went to some other countries of, the, uh, of Africa. And yeah, she know, went to Ghana and I'm uh, still yes. surprised that she didn't even visit us. Uh, yes. Uh, a this, whole giant of Africa. I, I, I'm getting to that. I, <laughs> that's okay, fine. They're sending um, a delegation to mm. us. I doubt if they have other choice than to do that because they want to sustain dipl diplomatic relationship with us, uh, apart mm. from having the embassy here. Yes. But one, one thing I don't like, and I need to let Nigerians realize that the caliber of the people that makes up the delegation is something that I feel is insultive to Nigeria. I mean, if the president cannot come, understandably, yeah. uh, if Kamala Harris cannot come, understandably, yeah. why can't the Secretary of State? Or somebody high ranking that system coming. Why Secretary of State to Urban uh, and housing? I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. That's my personal view. You think it's C finished? I, I, I feel I feel somebody more high ranking should have been mm. the leader of that delegation and not the way the caliber of people they put on that delegation is like mm. just go. Don't, don't let us say don't let them say we didn't appear. So I, I I'm not too excited about not too the excited. quality of the people that is making up the delegation. However, that they said they want to come is a good one. Um good signal that they still want to maintain relationship with us. When King Charles was in crown, uh, Biden was not able to go. It was his wife that went. Maybe there are reasons for that. I don't know. But all I'm okay. saying is, if he couldn't come, the VP couldn't come, I mean, somebody more high-ranking that system should have come. The Secretary of State, for God's sake, couldn't have been too much to, uh, I mean, to be at our, you know, I mean, inauguration of a new president in Nigeria. That's my personal opinion. I still remember a video when um, Shagari went to the United States. I think it was in 1962. And um, the late president, um, John F. Kennedy, was actually showing him around. You know, it showed the kind of level of pride you know, Nigeria had in the Committee okay. of Nations. But how? what has happened over the years? How, how did we lose it? How did we... You know, there was in fact a time where former US um, prime, uh, UK Prime Minister talked about... He was talking to, with the Queen of England, saying that, hey, Nigeria is fantastically corrupt. So how did we go from that top, you know, top mm. hierarchy and we just went so down to a point that they ascended... Secretary, let me just Minister of Housing. I, 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 I personally am honest about it. Oh, really I'm not sad. excited about the not quality of delegation. But that America said they want to come with a good one. Yeah. But it's not that anything they give us will jump at it. Yeah, the quality sure. of delegation to me, I'll, I, I'm, I'm really not really happy about it. Mm. Uh, right. But uh, Ustaz, uh, before we leave this matter, can we blame uh, uh, all of this on how you know uh, we Nigerians portray ourselves you know, to these uh, people out True. there? Because when you go to social media, like when uh, Blinken uh, called uh, the president elect, we saw the reactions yes. you know, from the opposition uh, uh, party. Yes. from Nigerian youth, you know, like saying all sorts about the president-elect. Yes. And we also blame this on, you know, how we portray ourselves to these people. And the activities of Nigerians over yeah. there. Yeah, no, no, abroad. no. I, I don't really see that one as usual. We are talking about diplomacy here. Okay. Whatever, however, whatever anybody is doing out there individually or privately shouldn't affect how you relate with the, the, the country. I mean, what the, the way you relate with the country is a function of your value of that country in yeah. the scheme of affairs regarding your nation. Yes. I think that is where they valued us. But that might not be unconnected with the fact that the management of our foreign uh, policy needs yeah. to be looked into. There are a lot of things wrong with the way we do our foreign policy management. And that's the honest truth. I don't know. Um, since after Balaji Akiyemi, it has not really been, you know, it was top notch. So we should yeah, look man. at who we appoint as the foreign minister. Uh, a lot of things has to do with person, the policy, the president, you know, the, the president uh, intention and the policy, the way we go about managing it, all matters. Because this is what I think is affecting yeah. even not just the country, even yeah. our nationals. Yeah. The way they treat them outside Nigeria, it, yeah, it's true, appalling. True, it's appalling. True. So Nigeria needs to sit down and take a review at all of these mm -hmm. uh, foreign uh, policy management. It's really important. Even here in Africa, if you remember that Sudan matter, the way Egypt even yes. treated us. Mm -hmm. ah. 
I'm <laughs> still talking about the inauguration. There's this headline on the Nigerian Tribune. Ex-UK Prime Minister Blevisi Tinubu pledges support for incoming government. And also the other Nigerian Tribune this Wednesday morning. Uh, only God can secure Nigeria's borders. That is coming from President Muhammad Buhari. Uh, President Muhammad Buhari has pointed out that the country has vast borders and only God could secure the nation from the activities of criminals. The Senate's decision to close Nigeria's borders at some point was in the interest of the economy and that the people would appreciate it later. The president spoke on Tuesday at the commissioning of the new corporate headquarters of the Nigeria Customs Service in Abuja. The president also had a lot to say. He talked about how Nigerians would defend him if anyone moved against him when he's no longer in office. That is Nigerians, not Nigerians. Don't get it mixed up. And he also talked about you know, how he, his kids had a sickle cell and how he appointed only ladies as ministers of finance because of the cultural belief that people would feel too big to go to them for favors the rest is there this morning on the nigerian tribune you know all the president had to say about the borders how nigerians were appreciating when he uh, would defend him after he leaves office and all of that and the truth of the matter is uh, nigerians have always found reason to praise a, a president that has left I said mean, nigerians Nigerians or Nigerians? Nigerians. Okay, mm. I, I'll get to that. But <laughs> if it is Nigeria, they definitely, when you look at our history, we have always found reason to say, oh, when this person was there. But I am not praying for that. Mm. Because that happened under his watch for the eight years. I am not praying. I'm going to start saying that, ah, um, if, if, if we wish it to a mm. worry, I, I don't pray for that. So I'm accepting something good from the incoming um, uh, president. Um, talking about Nigerians, what they've done, well, um, he has done quite a number of things for them. Uh, he understands why uh, he's saying that because of a lot of the policy that we have had. But then when he started, quite a number of us were like, does he have a choice? When you look at security of Nigeria and our neighbors, there is no way we can say we want to secure Nigeria without looking into what our um, neighbors are doing or not mm. doing. We saw what happened with uh, the, the, um, Chad and Debbie. Yes. The way he was shot, uh, killed by, yes. I mean, in, and the death of Debbie was something that was really, you know, colossal. Not just for Africa, for Nigeria in particular, yeah. because Debbie was doing a it was, human it job. was really, really, yes, yeah, for, you know, injuring Boko Haram. So, if Haram, he talks you know? of Nigerians, mm. it would, I mean, when you look at some, some of the actions he has taken, yes. um, regarding, I think there's a train line that is going to go into yeah, Nigeria, Marabat, uh, you, know. you know, all those ones, and etc. And then, even then, economically, you might not be able to say you want to fault those ones. So, if they appreciate him for what he has done, I, I, I don't think um, they, they have another choice than to, because he has actually extended the hands of fellowship and, you know, economic goodness to Nigeria. And I don't want to start questioning why should it be Nigeria? What have we done with Nigeria? I, that that would be a distraction. Now, for me, now, I want to go to the issue of um, only go can secure. I was about border. to ask you yes, that. Yes, I, I, I don't know. I, I want to believe that he's talking spiritually. But then, <laughs> there are things you need to do before God comes in to assist you. Sure. Heaven I mean, helps those who help themselves. If, if you're a farmer, you don't cultivate, you don't weed, you don't plant, you don't apply fertilizer at mm. the right time. And you said, no, don't worry, God, I'm going to pray. Mm. And no, that is not the way to eat. Mm. That is the problem in Nigeria. Our team will go for competition. They will not train properly. They will not do what they need to do on match day. They will say, he's a miracle walking God. He's <laughs> alpha. He's <laughs> I mean, rubbish. That is not the way to eat. Yeah. It is human being that will fix the airport. It is human being that will fix the road. It is human being that will look out for the border and see how it is done. It is not God. It is human. When we do our own, we have to hope for fortune, maybe spiritual divine fortune from God. But let's do what we need to do. I disagree with the president saying that it's only God. And I'm taking that statement literally. I'm honest. I'm taking literally. That it's only God that can defend or protect Nigeria. We know it's only God as, as faith people. God comes into her, but there are things that we need to do. These are the things we are not doing that is making us have the problem of our hands. And we can't keep on doing the same thing the same way. I want a different result. So I think on that note, I agree with the president. Except perhaps what he meant is not what I'm interpreting. But I'm taking that word literally. That is only God. No, it's not God. It is human that will do what they need to do for well, us well, to get protected. In as much as I might want to, you know, agree with the president, because fact has it that um, President Mohamed Bari has been the only leader of Nigeria that has invested so much, the biggest in Nigerian military. Okay, I, someone sent me, um, you know, 
reports, according to Statisense, saying that the amount of helicopters Nigerian Air Force has actually gotten, um, Mij, uh, all sort of things that they've actually gotten. But still, insecurity still persists. It is the structure. People are not getting it right. It is the So it's not about the hardware. It is the architecture that is the problem. We have always said that the Nigerian security architecture needs to be reviewed. You know, we are basing our architecture on the 50s, the 40s, the 60s. We need to start looking at our architecture in terms of modern reality. That is not where, that is what we are not doing. That okay. is the problem. Look, when America had the issue, they suddenly brought up the home, whatever home clinical affair, home, home security, Homeland. home security thing. Homeland. Because they, they had issue. So, so are you talking about state, a state police now? Yes, we need, we need to sit down and review our security architecture. Yeah. If what we brought up to this level is no longer working, yes. moving forward, the, look, the solution, the problem that we had and the solution that solved the problem of the past will not be the same one that will solve the problem of today mm. going into the future. Yes. We need to start, that's what about this instead. We need to have a new thinking yes. that will give us a new solution to the future. And that's what we're not doing. Mm. It's not a matter of doing more of the same thing. Doing more of the same thing does not give you a new way forward. Mm. When they wanted to change uh, the, the security chiefs, service chiefs, uh, the, the service chiefs, yeah, and took a after Buhari and mm. after Buratai, yes. look, I was at a lot of the program I attended. I said, look, it will not give us a new result because the problem we had was, I, I wonder what whoever is coming is coming to do. What is in the military books, military tactics that Buratai has not tried? They should tell us. Hmm. They've tried almost everything they could try and militarily. Works. And it's not working. So all we need is not changing them. I'm not saying don't change them because yeah. they could get tired. Yes. But for us to privilege that, it's only when we change them, we have a new result. No. And what came out eventually suggested has shown that I was right. That it's not only changing the service chief. Yeah. We need to sit down and do review. a review, mm. do a lot of transformation mm. into our security architecture. Yes. This is what we are not doing mm. that is making us not to have a new result. Mm. All right, so let's go straight to another story, the Vanguard newspaper, the Vanguard newspaper. But before we go there, let's quickly go on this quick break. We'll be right back. Don't touch that radio. Our holy pilgrimage to Israel this year will be so interesting and joyful as Prophet Dr. and Pastor Mrs. Akodia Diola lead us between 2nd and 9th October 2023 on visits to many biblical sites. After touching down at Tel Aviv Airport, we will visit Galilee, Mount Olive, Jestibani Garden, Thumb of King David, the Golgotha in Bethlehem, and many other historical cities and sites. Come and book for your trip today at God of Testimony Prophetic Ministry 121 as it promises to be one to remember. For more information, call 0815-377-0000 or 0908-120-0200. Holy Pilgrimage to Israel with Prophet Dr. Kwadi Adiola Baba Testimony will surely reveal great testimonies. Come and join with us. Guy, we all know they see all this airtime, credit and data buy for this cashless weather. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> that's nothing now. Nah. Them know they call me for body digital for nothing. When that cash they my handle or you know deal, now so I just they buy airtime, credit and data straight from my bank account. Oh, thanks to Glow E Top Up. Ah, the same Glow E Top Up? Yes, now. Easy Top Up directly from my bank account. No stress, no wahala. Eh? So, you mean say, person no need worry about not having cash? At all, at all. Eh? If you don't get cash, you will not get wahala. You are welcome to cashless recharge on the go, anytime, anywhere. Buy data and airtime directly from your bank account with Glow E-Top Up. It is easy, quick, and available on your mobile apps, ATMs, websites, leading retailers, and Glow World Shops. Or download Glow Cafe app to top up or dial star 777 hash. And we're back on radio. If you just joined us, it is freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. My name is Binga. So nice to meet you. The Vanguard newspaper has this one. Assault Sheon Kuti released after seven days in police detention. 
Now, Afrobeat singer Sheon Kuti yesterday re was released on bail from police custody seven days after he reported himself at the State Criminal Investigation Department, Mansiya Balegas, over the assault allegation against him. Before his release, last night, his lawyers and Mr. Adein Kaolumide uh, Fushikan, Mr. Kunle Adegoki, had hinted that he would be released yesterday, having met all the conditions for his bail. Some of Kuti's friends and supporters were seen jubilating outside the police station immediately after he was released. The Vanguard newspaper has this one assault. Sheon Kuti released after seven days in police detention. Hmm. When we talk about Sheon Kuti, some people always liken it to, oh, remember when Portable was arrested and, you know, Portable before he was arrested and Portable after he was arrested. There's a huge difference. You know, all these, you know, these... He became way humble. Now, Sheon Kuti, should we be looking at a uh, humble Sheon Kuti this time? And what I and also, did the police do too much in the investigation? Did they do too much? Yeah. Well, I'm not in a position to say whether they did too much or not because I don't know the fact of the matter and what they're investigating. But then, doing investigation is part of their job. The beauty is that the law came in. I mean, to, to guide what was going on. The law said, the, the court said, no, you can't keep him for 21 days. Do what mm. you want to do with this number of days and let him go. I think at the point in time, they needed to request for more time and the court granted. But whichever way, he hasn't released. Um, what will become of him after he's been released? The truth of the matter is that um, he, he, didn't, he didn't go about whatever he did. He didn't go about it so well. Mm. And I think he should, he should, he should take it, you know, a cue and learn from what has happened, you know. Um, even if you are a celebrity or celeb, whatever you call them, yes. you have a role to play in ensuring that you have positive impact um, with society. You are building young ones. People are looking at you. So yes. You are a role model to a lot of people. And the action he took does not you know, qualify him to be that kind of role model. I'm yeah. thinking this is a time for him to have a review, to have a rethink, um, a moral you know, reassessment. Of whatever it is that has happened, this is opportunity for him. Um, thank God that at least let's see how the case goes in the court of law because I think already the case is in the, in the court. Um, let's see how it goes. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that before now, when you if he's been prosecuted, before now, we have not seen you know cases where um, you know, police brutality, uh, desecration of you know, human rights, etc., has been judiciously you know, prosecuted in Nigeria. I can't lay my hands on my memory on a, a time when a police officer was, you know, charged to court. I, I can't remember. And then we, we got justice from that regard. So I'll continue to start looking inward uh, towards. But I know the case of this lady that was shot, this lawyer that was shot on. Let's see how it goes. Um, these are the kind of things. When things go wrong, people should be persecuted. The law should be allowed to, to take its course. With Shemkuti, the law is taking its course. The police want to do it differently. The court said, no, this is the way to go about it. And I think the law is there. That's what you call rule of law. Let's try it goes. Going forward, is a good one that we're having this happening. It will refine. It's going to give us a new police reformation. And mm -hmm. I think that, that, that's a good one. Shem, it needs to look inward morally. Okay. Well, that report is on many of the dailies this morning. But moving on to other matters on the Pampershire newspapers this morning. Police submit report on vote buying money laundering against Ladiadi Butu to Attorney General of the Federation. The State Command has confirmed submission of its report on allegation of vote buying and money laundering against the governorship candidate of the People's Democratic Party to the Attorney General of the Federation and the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC. Pempushin reports that an online media outlet had revealed that the Commissioner of Police, Olanrewaju Oladimiji, confirmed the update following investigation on the petition written by the All Progressives Congress APC indicting the politician who claimed to be abroad for medicals as at the time of this report. The commissioner was quoted to have declared that after having submitted the report, it was now left for the Attorney General of the Federation and Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, 
on the next step against the suspect. The rest is there this morning on the Pempushi newspapers. You know, over time, we keep talking about how, yeah, uh, how people who are arrested during, uh, you know, election for vote buying, uh, you know, uh, maybe go on punished because we barely hear of cases of uh, prosecution and, and, and all of that. But in this particular case here in Ogun State, I think we are, um, you know, hearing some things about, you know, the aftermath of the old election and, you know, vote buying and all of that. Uh, well, um, let me be honest with you. It's a sensitive thing and mm-hmm. I want to be careful on my comment. But if the police said they have done their investigation and they've submitted the report to the mm-hmm. Attorney General, it is now left to the INEC and Attorney General to look into the Electoral Act and take necessary action. Um, but to me, I think it's a crime mm-hmm. and it's a crime that only INEC and the police and the Attorney General can really you know, take action. They've done what they need to do. They said they submitted their report to um, you know, to the necessary authorities, mm. the Attorney General and INEC. And I know uh, the, the provisions of our um, Electoral Act mm. is, you know, frowns against vote buying, etc. Uh, it, it's there. So I, I think we should leave that at that. Let's see how the, you know, the agencies that are empowered by law do what they need to do. But one thing people might be asking is, would it have any impact on the case, on the election itself? Because that's on so that tribunal. I don't know, I'm a lawyer, but for now, it's an imagined story. Yes. Let's just look at it and say it's an imagined story. But people out there might say, who did not buy vote? All of them bought vote. I don't want to know. The police have said they have done their investigation. They've caught somebody who bought vote. Maybe if, if they have reason or petition or information from members of the public who feels that, no, it's not just him. Why are you just talking about him? Others still did other, you know. put up your whatever you have mm. and write the police to, for them to do the investigation. Mm. But for now, I think we should allow the authorities that are concerned yes. to do their duty. If the police said they have, we have submitted a report investigation, and nobody even knows what's in the investigation, whether it has been conducted or not, nobody knows. But an investigation has been conducted and the report has been submitted to. And also, not just the names of um, vote buyers, all those that were actually caught during election, you know, election malpractice, vote, ba- vote snatch, vote um, ballot box snatching mm. and all sort of irregularities that yeah. were caught. What is the latest? That, that is one thing that has not been happening. Have they been charged to court? That is one thing that has not been happening. At every election cycle. Exactly. People come up, we know people being arrested yes. or being told that, okay, they stole ballot boxes True. or snatched ballot box, etc. Mm. And that will be the end of it. The next thing you realize that such a person is left off the hook and uh, that is why I feel going forward, uh, we should have people that are, you know, um, uh, justice taking its course on people that are really found guilty. Consequences cons- for every action. Yeah, for every action. Mm. If we have this happening in our society, I think there will be um, reduction will come to some of the infraction that we yes. have, not just for elections, yes. but for other areas. Exactly. All right, let's, so let's move straight to another story. All right. Okay. I'm I'm kind of confused right now. I don't know which one should pick. Okay, let's let's let let's let's go the way of platform times. All right, how Governor Biodon secured Kajola train wagon assembly plant for Ogun State says APC Chifton. Now, a chieftain of the All Progressives Congress, Senator Sojia Kombi, has lauded the Ogun State Governor Dapwa Biodon for promptly making land available for the train wagon assembly plant to be sited in Kajola, in Obafemi Wudi, local government area of the state. Now, the Platform Times gathered that the quick intervention of Governor Biodon, who provided land for the facility, which would have been sited in the northwest after Oyo State lost out. Now, Akonje, who is a former senator in Oyo State, explained that the state lost out for unexplained reasons. The Platform Times has this one, how Governor Biodon secured Kajola train wagon assembly plant for Ogun APC Chifton. Now, for it may interest you to know that um, the train wagon project, uh, you know, has the production capacity of uh, making 500 modern railway wagon per year. Now, the project is actually meant for any good location in, was actually meant for any good location in Lagos, Ogun, Ibadan, Axis. Talk about the new railway corridor. And the project, you know, will optimally give about 5,000 direct and indirect jobs, you know, hiring local indigenous technicians and uh, masons. And also has the production capacity of about 500 modern railway wagon per year. Just last week was my first time of going with the train and I enjoyed it. Really, I enjoyed it. I felt like, is this Nigeria? You know, I've always heard about rails, but 
it was my first time. But if you also, let's take a look at the Dangote refinery that was commissioned just recently. And the governor was quoted recently, all right, even on Monday, the essay to the governor on um, media, you know, the consultant to the governor on media also blamed the former governor, Ibikuni Amosu, for not, for not, for disturbing, for not allowing the sighting of the Dangote refinery in Ogun State. But with this now, 5,000 direct or indirect just for Ogun State indigents, it, it's, a, it's a good one. What do you have to say to this? Uh, well, I, I will not even applaud a dog for barking. The duty of the dog is to it's bark. To bark. Okay. I mean, I mean, when you see um, foreign things or you see coming yes. out, I mean, you should alert, you know, take action. Mm. Uh, so, I, I'm being honest, the governor has done what he needs to do. Yes. He's the executive governor of the state and um, he has been elected to bring good fortunes to the state. So, yes. if he did what he's elected to do, yes. good one for him that he has done that. I'm, I don't want to go into the story of, okay, what did he do? Was he really his time? What was going on? What was on ground that he was able to leverage mm. on? That eventually won, I mean, won Wasimi that opportunity. Because I know there are a lot of things that have been around that Wasimi. We talk of the airport, cargo yes. airport thing. We, there have been the issue of a um, um, container port or whatever. And a lot of things have been going even before he took over as yes. governor. There have been a lot. So quite a number of those things might have been eventually, you know, played um, positively into why we got it but that's not taking away the fact that as the executive governor he was able to secure that and if you ask me he's doing his role i'm not whatever i have mentioned no i'm just saying that going forward now so that we don't miss such opportunities in future you see i'm getting to that um quite a number of things played out uh, with the olokola project yeah olokola okay yes and um, i've been labeled severally you know out there but my my comment i have said one thing However, I want to look at it. The truth of matter remains that we cannot absorb whoever was the governor of the state at that point in at time. At that point in time. Because okay. it is executive governor. Okay. I mean, the box tops oh, this table. Sure. It, whatever. I, I think we should know. And it, it's a colossal loss hmm. for the state. Sure. A colossal loss for the state. And, um, and like I said, maybe it's just kind of has filled me it has instilled already yeah, sure. now but i feel there are a lot of other advantages that we could can get mm. from that and the opportunities the advantage the geographical environmental advantage yes. that um dangote saw are still there in that axis so what are we doing to leverage on that you know god-given opportunity yes. on those states and they said they want to build a seaport and we are talking about the same axis of, 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 of area, geographical area, yes. the same as this. And people should have been, like I said, people need to start asking, why are we having two main ports in Lagos? We have a papa, then and went on to have, that is even three. Before Lekki came up, we had a papa, then suddenly we had Tinkan. Tinkan Island. But it's because, it's because they are sheltered, they are sheltered port. I mean, when the rivers flow, they come with their debris. Yeah. A lot of alluvial, this and that yes. sand, they, they bring in. But for those areas, these are protected. You don't need to dredge. Mm. Unlike Calabar Seaport, we are need to keep on dredging. Unlike Wari, we need to we keep on dredging. We have the dredging. airport yes, and rivers. And they, they have not functioned so well because you need to keep on dredging. The cost of maintaining them is really huge for big sheep to be able to birth. Yes. That's one disadvantage of those spots, but the advantage of this area now, the same thing is happening now to local axis. Mm. This Odomi area, yeah. water side, and that's what extends to Ondo, that people should talk. So okay. we have opportunity because very soon, there will be, look, Lekki is going to become like a papa, yes. where we have trailers, etc. At a point in time, the past administration were trying to build trailer park somewhere there that you're not going to call is calling or that you will call a trailer yes. to come in from that place and you know take your loading when you are loaded you leave so that our papa is discongested yes. the same thing will soon start happening to Lekki Aja Axis yes. and we are the next door neighbor that should benefit yes. from also I think creative thinking needs to come up mm. that all hope is not lost we can see benefit from the opportunity yes. of what is happening in yes. that area these are the kind of thing all of us should focus on and stop talking about who did what or did not do what that made us to lose it. It has been lost, but what do you do going forward? So the new governor Mm. and his team should start thinking about how to leverage on the opportunity of what is happening to Lagos, our next uh, next door neighbor. So that's my submission anyway. All right, we go on this quick break and when we're back, we open the phone lines. Don't touch that right here. 
Academy Suite Telephone 0817 Academy Suite Home away from home What way you be near what Tetipele Jake Gwamio Enjoy one need don't you call in to be a war rebi tabi go go ro aye re lo ti nru oloju mo la gujina iwo sa ti wa dara po mo ite oko olose mefa ta ti gbe kale fun gbogbo obirin lati omo odun meji di logun lo soke akori ipade na ni women training school ti women college of ministry nibi to ti mo ko awon na lati to omo re yanju bo se le deku robodiyan ninu ile re ipa to ye ko berin ko labujo e tu ni afani lati ko be se le gbadun ibalopo laarin lokolaya ati be be lo olukoni ti e mo ba pade ni Olufunki adetuberu atopun to she matter lori fresh fm nigeria ipade no wa ye ni osese bere lati ojo keta osu kefa odun yi ni gbogbo ojo abameta fun ose mefa ni de di ago meji losan titi di ago meri irole e le darapo mo wa lori ero aye lujara ti zoom lati fi oruko sile e le ti atejise si wa lori plus 234902010 1080 wa lati wa ko imo bo se la gbogbo idojuko aye reja and we're back on radio it's time to bring you on board where you get to you know drop your comments you know your one or two on those issues on the stories that we've reviewed thus morning remember the rules have not changed. When you call in, don't come up with claims you cannot substantiate. No character assassination. If you do not agree with um, Ustan's submission, you don't have to attack him. All right? You don't have to attack him. Okay? Yes, he's a gentleman, but yet you still don't have to attack him. And uh, the numbers to call. Remember, turn down the volume on your radio. Okay? When you call in. 0815-432-1079 or 0818-1111. Zero seven. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, uh, presenter. Good morning, my dear Ustas. Yeah, good morning, good morning to you. Sir. What's your name? Where you call? Yeah, my name is Chief Akbagwadi. I'm calling from school. All right, good morning. It's the issue of, let me start with the issue of Ogun State. The Ogun State has been very unfortunate location of uh, massive uh, industry that have been promoted by other private sector with government. Okay. And the case of this uh, uh, Dangote, I was very, very active in my NGO. That was the same time with his uh, Dangote cement in the mind you. And because of uh, this, there were issues of maybe who was the land between Lagos or I mean, uh, uh, state. There was a controversy there. There was controversy between OGB and Obasanjo. As regards to what comes to me, what co- doesn't come to you, you know, of uh, their interest, ego, personal interest, selfishness, then the issue of all those things that concern the other thing, like uh, what reality goes to who, is what made Dangote uh, to re- relocate that industry to Lagos, whereby they gave him free, free hand to locate it there without any all hindrance. Right, all right, thank the guys were looking for cor- they were corrupt but John OGB were the ones that didn't allow the project to, 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 to remain in say because of their selfishness. What comes to me? My interest, your interest. And that is just the real truth. So we start to go and do research that and let the people know. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate happened. you. Appreciate you. Yes. Appreciate you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Mr. Jenga. Yeah, good morning to you. Yeah, I'm agreeing to that. I'm agreeing to cover this. Now, you're left on the point for me that way. I think, President, the only thing that uh, God is the only one that can 
the uh, that take over the authorities in Nigeria. I think that's our fruit. Uh, God will help when it's only those that help themselves that God will even help. So, as if we're dealing with the, as if not, as if the government not be dealing with the bandits, with the big, the cheap job, on many occasions, the government has made it so that uh, these people, they know where they are, they are abandoned. They know they are where out. Let's go, go there and force them out and neutralize them. It may, there may be a little, Damages in terms of collateral uh, damages, that, but you cannot compare it with the opposite criminals have been wrecking on the people. So saying that, uh, I don't, I don't believe in what we have said. And for right, the, 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 uh, the opportunity we need in the state, that's one of the undoing of the past administration. So not having the refinery, uh, the undoing of the past administration. Thank you very much. All right, thank you very much. Remember, we're live on Facebook, okay? We're hot up and running on Facebook, Fresh 107.9 FM at Bill Kuta. You can also tweet at us at Fresh FM at Bill Kuta. Good morning. Who is that? Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, very well. My name is uh, Alaji Wuchura. I'm calling from Kuto here. <laughs> All right, Alaji. Uh, yeah, I want to greet... Uh, who starts there? Thank you, sir. He has said a very obvious and uh, factual thing about particularly the issue of uh, this uh, refinery. So we see it missing out and uh, being cited in uh, Lagos. There is no doubt if we continue to lament on the Lord till tomorrow, nothing will be realized. So I'm now calling on the government of today to please leverage on what is happening now. The location, this lecky to our own place when we were doing it. I was part of it. Yes. When we were doing it that time, it, it, we would take a boat from this present location to this uh, local free trade zone and the free trade zone and the deep depot. Under 25 minutes, we will be there. So choice of that location was deliberate by Dangote so that we would take advantage. He cannot, he cannot expand towards Lagos. Where is the land? And in fact, the two seaports there, you can see congestion. Right as the side by Ustaz, we are now experiencing gridlock along this lucky address. If care is not taken, it will turn out to be the same thing as what is happening in Apata. So I'm urging the present government to please quickly leverage and see what we can do. This our district or the free trade zone. All they right, must make sure you. that the land is available. All right, thank quickly. you. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thank Alex, you. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, sir. I'm Olushi Jodoto. I'm calling from over the back and look at government. All right, let's talk. Um, uh, President Kebuari, that people will trace him after he leaves his meeting office. I don't pray to see the type of Buhari government against this country. Yeah. Nobody should compare a government with another government. It's the worst government ever. Oh, you don't pray for it's, such it's, government it's, it's against okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate you. It's okay. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my dear brothers in the house. Yeah, good morning. Our guest, I appreciate you. It's a pleasure, sir. MOK from United Times of Ayeto. All right, let's talk. Yes, we miss Dangote refinery. Can we miss Songeji? Songeji is there for Governor Dapur. Abiodun to give to us in Nogu State. So, that is that. We should not bother ourselves about that of Dangote, that one is gone. Let us concentrate on building our Atungeji Island. Then, on Mr. President, say you only God and save us with the security. Will God send down arms and ammunition from heaven? That is a big question. To uh, already uh, bought the arms. I said it, Abinisha. I said that the president has actually invested a lot in the military. What else? But um, Ustaz actually made a very, very valid point. Hello, good morning. Okay. All right, so um, we have some messages right here. Larry Lakomi says, whoever, whosoever U.S. president sends as delegation to Nigeria is immaterial. What we are looking forward to in Nigeria is good governance, the political will to deal with the undesirable elements that were making peace elusive in Nigeria is responsible for increasing the activities of these elements. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's speak. Just one more call. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Linda, I, this is I, 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 Thirty seconds. You see, uh, U.S. delegation. For me, 
I think uh, these people know what they wanted okay. what um, and how they wanted it and how to communicate what they wanted to others. Okay. And that's the simple thing logic coming from the U.S. So nobody should condemn the U.S. for sending a very lower, lower ladder all right thank you coming to thank nigeria you thank you appreciate it appreciate it our time is fast spent but anyway thank you so much for stars for your submission as always good morning thank you so much Binga. all right i didn't do the show alone i did with a delectable one oh my name is enjoy your wednesday remember keep your fm down plugged in the radio down fresh 107.9 fm more interesting programs still coming right up my name is Binga, or a shake of the man you just have to love good morning and have a beautiful day Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Fresh 107.9 FM. That's your rumor. Oh, kill it. Fala, fala.